welcome to Ink and Impact, the podcast for Christian writers who want to impact their readers. I'm your host, Daylene Bickle, and each week I'll help you keep a pulse on the publishing industry, showcase Christian authors and their books, and share ways you can improve your craft and magnify your message. Whether you're a fiction or nonfiction writer, traditionally or indie published, established or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Welcome to another episode of Ink and Impact. August will soon be over, folks. Can you believe it? Which means here in the U.S., most of our children have already returned back to school or are preparing for it. My youngest son, who is now in high school, again, hard to believe, he went back earlier than most. Um, He returned August 10th, and in fact... I have to leave to go get him in about 15 minutes, so this is going to be a shorter episode. So now that the house is primarily quiet throughout the day, I find myself craving some human interaction. Uh, When just a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't wait to have uninterrupted quiet time. Maybe you can relate to this conundrum. And maybe what we really desire is to interact with people who get us. You know, fellow Christian writers, maybe we should plan to get away and attend a writer's conference. The great news is that there are some stellar conferences coming up in September, October, and November of this year. Not all of them take place here in the States, and not all of them are in person, although most of them are, yay, which is also good news for international listeners so that you can join virtually or attend if it's in your local area. So note that the conferences I'm about to share with you, I'm not affiliated with them in any way um, with the conferences or their organizers. I've just simply researched them and would love to attend all of them myself if I could. And um, I just wanted to share their information with you so that if you have the time and the desire and the financial resources to be able to attend, I would love for you to be able to do so. Also, since I know you're probably not listening to this episode at your desk where you have a notebook handy or can type up all of these that I'm going to uh, mention, know that you can access the direct links to each of these conferences at my website, inkandimpact.com, in the show notes. So all the links will be in the show notes for everything that I'm going to share with you today. So without further ado, here are the conferences. In September, we have the American Christian Fiction Writers Conference happening September 8th through 11th in St. Louis, Missouri. According to their website, each year, hundreds of veteran authors and those just learning the craft of Christian fiction gather in a setting like this to hear skilled instructors, inspiring keynoters, to gain from the insights of industry professionals, to interact with other writers, and to present their ideas to agents and editors looking for stories like theirs, or to mentors who can help them move forward in their writing career. The next one is Write Canada. 2022, and it's being hosted by the World, I'm sorry, the Word Guild, and it's happening September 16th through 17th, and it's a virtual online conference. According to their website, our theme for this year is getting the words out. In addition to the two-day focus of online presentations, we are planning to offer intensives 
with opportunities to meet and share with other writers and get feedback on their writing from peers and an experienced facilitator. The third one happening in September is the Maranatha Christian Writers Conference. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's taking place September 22nd through 24th in Norton Shores, Michigan. According to their website, they're celebrating over 45 years of helping attendees become published authors. Now that's a track record. The conference will offer lectures, networking, workshops, one-to-one appointments, Lake Michigan views, amazing meals, and memorable conversations. Moving on to October, we have the Omega Writers Conference, October 7th through 9th in Australia. It's in person, and their theme is Taking It to Another Level. According to their website, this year's lineup of speakers has been deliberately curated to encourage, resource, and inspire you on your writing journey. With ample opportunities to network with other like-minded and supportive writers, you will leave with new ideas, new connections, and a renewed excitement for your writing project. Next is the Florida Christian Writers Conference being put on by Word Weavers International, October 19th through 23rd in Leesburg, Florida. Maybe it's pronounced Leesburg, Florida. Their website says it's an opportune week to meet agents and editors, award-winning writers, and others who have heard the same call to write. Come attend workshops and continuing classes that will sharpen your pen, develop your platform, and strengthen your resolve. Critique groups, meetings with agents and editors, writing contests, and camaraderie with fellow writers make this week one to remember. Certainly sounds like it. Moving on to November, we have the Christian Writers Retreat at Mount Hermon. Now, this is just a retreat. It's not an actual conference, so it's a a different feel to it. It's happening November 3rd through 6th in Felton, California. Their website says, Spend a few days surrounded by stunning redwood trees, streams, and waterfalls. Make a special and powerful connection with God. Get refreshed, rejuvenated, and recharged. Fill your tank so you can pour out in all the other things you do. Build relationships with people who understand you and want to encourage you, support you, and pray for you. Listen for the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction on your writing and your life. Maybe carve out some uninterrupted writing time in this beautiful, inspiring setting. And the last conference happening this fall, specifically for Christian writers that I could find, there might be others, is The Art of Writing, which is happening in conjunction with the Christie Awards. If you've followed me for any amount of time um, on social You'll know that I'm a big fan of the Christie Awards ceremony. They've had it virtually the last few years. I'm not sure if they're going to live stream it this year or not because it's going to be in person. Um, But I I really love the Christie Awards. Anyway, the Art of Writing, the conference, is happening November 17th, just a one-day conference in Nashville, Tennessee. And their description on their website is short and sweet. It's a conference for writers, storytellers, and publishing curators. And they do have some guest speakers and breakout sessions that day. And again, all of that um, information and links will be in the show notes. So be sure to check those out for the full descriptions. Ink and Impact episodes drop every Thursday. And a few weeks ago, I mentioned that instead of offering industry updates every single episode, I would cut it back to just once a month. And so I decided to make the fourth Thursday of every month my industry update episodes. So today is that day. 
So the first industry update, or in this case, tip, is about fact-checking. According to a January 25th, 2019 article, so it's a little dated, but still pertains to what we have to write. A January 25th, 2019 article in the Columbia Journalism Review, it says publishing houses don't employ fact-checkers. And I thought that was interesting. I know they employ editors, and I kind of assume maybe the editors do some fact-checking themselves. Maybe they do. But the fact remains that the onus of fact-checking, whether you are being traditionally published or self-publishing, falls on you as the author. And, you know, if you're writing nonfiction or even historical fiction, as I am, you want to make sure that what you are sharing is factually correct and told in an appropriate context. You want both of those. And why is this important? Because truth matters. God is truth. His word is truth. And as Christian writers, we are to speak and write truth, especially in today's culture where anything seems to go and um, everyone's trying to um, say things that you know, at least get attention and maybe isn't so factual. We need to set the standard higher as Christian writers. Make sure we take the time to do the fact checking. Make sure that we're not telling um, the, the wrong things to people, right? If you don't have time to do the research yourself, hire a fact checker. Um, there are such things out there, and I'm sure that there are um, some very qualified people in your area who just love research. Ask them to do some of the research for you and offer to pay them for their work. The bottom line is you want to serve your readers well and become a trusted source of information. Don't take your writing lightly. All right. And the second industry tip regards book marketing. And so in this area, I actually um, came across a Forbes interview where they interviewed Sanyu Dillon. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, who is the chief marketing officer of Penguin Random House. And in this interview, it was a well-written interview, and um, they asked some great marketing questions, right, about how Penguin Random House, who is one of the largest uh, publishers out there, right, how they market their books. And although they target a decidedly secular audience, the marketing concepts that she shared are universal in nature, um, regardless of who you're marketing to. And I felt as I was reading this article, you know, these apply equally well to indie authors, you know, whether or not you're going to be going with a publisher or a, um, a boutique publisher hybrid or you know, self-publishing it yourself, all of these points that she shared of how Penguin Random House markets their books apply to us as well with a little slight modification. So let me explain what I mean. So first she said they don't rely just on bookstores for their marketing. So for us indie authors especially, be diverse and creative in how we promote our books. And, you know, that could be a wealth of different ways. It's really up to you knowing your audience and um, just being creative and thinking outside the box. Second, she said, build relationships with influencers. Okay. So, of course, they're talking about big time influencers, right? Um, but this applies to us as well. We can reach out to those authors and um, 
individuals who are step or two ahead of us, those people that we respect, that we've followed for a long time, um, that we might have a relationship with already, we can um, reach out along with them and partner with them, okay? Don't hesitate to, to um, network and connect with others. Third, she said that the company partners with corporate brands. Again, as an indie author, we're not going to go to a major company and you know, expect them to partner with us. That's not going to happen. But we can reach out to small businesses and entrepreneurs in our space and in our areas, in our local areas. And those ones who share similar or complementary products and services and maybe even create a bundle, you know, with their product and our book or um, share podcasts, interviews, um, you know, again, just be creative and partner with people. Fourth, she said that the that Penguin Random House spends a lot of time understanding their tar- target audience and the audience's motivations. And this applies to any author of any size of any genre. Why are your readers reading books like yours? Are they wanting to escape, as in the case of fiction readers, right? They're, they're wanting to enjoy a, a different reality, right? Or are they wanting to learn something from your nonfiction book or self-help book? Are they wanting to grow closer to God through your devotional and Bible study? What is their motivation? And who are your target audience? You have to understand that before you can truly market well. The fifth point she shared was to creatively invite people into new experiences. There's that word again, creative. If you're like me, you're like, no, just give me the how-tos. I just want the this step, then this step, then this step. But God has gifted us all with different levels of creativity. And if we dig hard enough, we can find new and unique ways to connect with our readers who are our current readers, you know, our fans and followers, as well as reach new ones. Six, she said, they focus on year-long campaigns instead of month-long campaigns. In other words, for us indie authors, plan to market indefinitely. Don't just market during launch. Have a plan in place to, to play the long game and keep marketing. Even those backlist titles, whenever you have new books, you market them all. The seventh point she shared was to highlight one main thing, then create events and a newsletter around it. So to condense this for us, it's basically niche down in your marketing. Focus on that one pain point, that one motivation that your readers have and focus on that and reach out to them regularly, whether it's a monthly newsletter or a weekly newsletter, whatever it is that you can consistently provide to them, just start that relationship, provide them with the experiences and the communication that they desire. The eighth point that she shared was to partner with similar-minded organizations. And this is similar to companies and sponsors and and corporations, but she was talking about organizations as far as um, nonprofits or um, things like that. So in our indie author marketing efforts, we can network with other writing groups, with writing associations or foundations or Um, those associations and foundations related to the topics of the books that we're writing. If we're talking about hunger, we can, you know, partner with local food banks or, um, you know, you get the idea to reach out to those organizations that apply to whatever we're writing about. And finally, she said that 
Penguin Random House runs ads in underserved areas and markets. So for us indie authors, this can mean that we become visible where our audience hangs out and offer them something that they need because no one else is offering it to them. Only you will know the answer to that aspect of marketing in for your unique audience, but it's well worth considering and pondering. And, and like I said, her nine points, I believe, affect um, marketing for all authors, regardless of you know, traditionally published or indie published, um, whether you're writing for a secular audience um, or whether, like us, we're writing for um, the Christian audience. I now want to move into the question of the month, which is the same that I mentioned last week. Would you like to be featured in an upcoming episode of Ink and Impact? Let me know what your top writing or publishing related question is. You know, what are you currently struggling with? Um, send me an email with that question or problem to info, I-N-F-O, at inkandimpact.com or DM me over on Instagram, and my handle there is at Daylene Bickle. Um, be sure to include your website address, your URL, and the title of your book or work in progress. Progress. And I will sort through all of them and select one, um, one a week, depending on how many I receive, right? Next month in September. So if your question is selected, I'll answer it in an upcoming episode and share all of your details, including your website and your book and your name with my audience here on the podcast. So I would love to be able to feature you. So send in those questions. All right, next week's episode will focus on our identity as writers. This role is such an important one for us to understand and embrace, particularly in today's culture. So be sure to subscribe to Ink and Impact so you don't miss it. All right, what do you think? Did you like this episode? Was it helpful? If so, please do me a favor and simply share this episode with the fellow writers in your life. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed week. That's it for today, fellow pen pusher. Remember, don't just write a book. Make an impact.